You know, lately I've been contemplating my future career in the dynamic and ever-changing world of hip-hop music. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sam MC shows up after the woo. Woo! Hey everybody, it's 7.30 in the morning. Holy crap. It's like Jeremy's up and doing stuff. Yeah, I've had this weird drive lately, and I think it's because I haven't had a cigarette in a while. And it's kind of cool because I wake up every morning and I feel pretty refreshed, even though I've only slept about three hours. And that has nothing to do with tanks, but everything to do with tanks. Thanks for making me stay up all night long, you crazy woman, you. I love you. But anyway, uh, I've been kind of kind of waning back and forth on what I've been wanting to talk about all day. And uh, and by all day, I mean the last 30 minutes in which I made a cup of coffee, did some stretches, uh, checked my ever-receding hairline. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. It's really sad. Please save me. Please send hair club for men. But I've been kind of sitting here for the last couple of minutes trying to come up with an outline for the show again of what I want to start talking about. And it's like all these games that I have in my Steam library over the years are like... <laughs> single-player RPGs, <laughs> and it's kind of cool because uh, I really want to play a good single-player RPG, but the problem is, is when I play a single-player RPG, I tend to isolate myself from the rest of the world, and I'll give you a quick example. I've talked about playing Planescape Torment before in Diablo 1 and 2, and I never actually went into the levels of depth that I've actually played these games. I can't tell you exactly how many hours I played Diablo 2 for because my original account, I couldn't even tell you what the login name for is now. It's probably like Lord of Waffles or something stupid like that because I was a kid at the time. But uh, EverQuest, I can tell you exactly how many days it was before I sold my account. And I actually played for 417 days in EverQuest. And a lot of that time was auction house shit because I had a cultural smith and, well, actually I had four of them to be honest, but... Uh, so I had a bunch of smiths and trade skillers and stuff, and I had one. I actually at one point bought a secondary account just to do auction house, and because uh, the bazaar was up in Luckland, and you really there wasn't like a very good way to do selling back in the day. You were just in Fedor saying, "Yo, I want to sell this thing. I'm a dark elf. I can't run to you. Please come to me." And it's like, "Cool, about the wizard spire." And then they brought in the Bazaar in Luckland, and that kind of changed the world. And I was competing with morons all day who were trying to undercut me by, like, one platinum and stuff. It was kind of like when eBay... Well, eBay's still toxic, let's be honest. But anyway, so <clears throat> all these, like, games that I played back in the day... And EverQuest was a very social game, but Planescape Torment was not a very social game. And it was a very good single-player experience where Mitch Plaguey of X-Files fame played a character named Deken and constantly went endure whenever you clicked on him. And I was like, yeah, you fucking endure, Mitch Plaguey. I mean, Deken. I mean, Mitch Plaguey. I mean, Mitch Plaguey, Walter Skinner. But, uh, yeah, really into that game. Planescape Torment's, like, one of my favorites of all time. And I constantly spent hours when I was at my father's house on the weekend to the point where he literally put a password on the computer so I couldn't access it anymore. But he, he was kind of silly enough to leave the password written down on the coffee table where I could find it. And I think it was because he was afraid he was going to lose it. Now, I don't want to, like, make fun of my dad or anything because my dad's great, but... Throughout the years, he did a series of things which he thought would deter me from doing other things, and it never did. And um, a lot of that stuff is kind of weird because, like, I lied to my dad a lot when I was a kid because I always wanted to impress him. And it kind of happened through my adult life, too, at one point. Like, you know, for 10 years, I didn't really lie to him because I had nothing to lie to him about. So, yeah, it was kind of like me just living my life and him being like, cool, way to live your life. And I'm like, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And that was like when we kind of rebuilt our rapport from 
my hellish teenage days, which I skateboarded and smoked a lot of pot and played way too many video games and got screamed at by my little brother for not playing Resident Evil right, apparently. Did you know that there's a way to not play Resident Evil right? I didn't, but apparently you can. But Planescape Torment is one of those throwbacks that I always like to visit again and again and again. Not because it has this great story or because it, like, you know, does anything special. It's... Well, it does a lot of things special. I, I say that wrong. I don't want to take away any greatness from Planescape Torment because it's literally probably in my top 10 best games of all time. And if it's not in yours, I highly recommend you go back and watch a playthrough of it. Granted, the graphics are a little dated. And, you know, if you never got into games like Baldur's Gate or anything like that, I mean, Torment was really what kind of opened up stuff for like Baldur's Gate and more D&D games. But more importantly, Planescape Torment was like one of the first big D&D computer games that I can remember. You know, I'm not talking about like Chronicles of Mistara or whatever, where you're just going around and hitting stuff in a basher type game. But, you know, I'm talking about like really in-depth storyline games. Like I think it even predated Neverwinter Nights and I could be going back here, but I played a lot of Neverwinter Nights too when that came out. Never played the second one, which I was told it was a mistake to not do. I should probably rectify that at some point. Just don't have the freaking time anymore. Did buy Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, though, on Steam when that bad boy was on sale. Thinking about playing that at some point. But <clears throat> Planescape Torment was my first introduction to Dungeons & Dragons. And I kind of, uh, my senior year of high school, sort of went around idly trying to find people that played D&D so I could get in on a game. But back then... If you kind of played D and D, you got made fun of still, and it was being a nerd wasn't as big as uh, it is now. So you know, it's always so funny when my son like brags about being a nerd because I'm actually really proud of him because it's really cool that he's just open about that stuff and he doesn't care if he gets made fun of because it's so in. Like being a nerd is in, and it's crazy the world we live in. But I always try to find that D and D game, and like you know, it was always with the kids that you thought like you know kind of picked their nose and ate it. Even though I'm sure you've done that at one point, and don't lie to yourself, I'm sure you've done that at one point. You just stop that. Even I have once. Um, you know, there's a lot of like negative things that we always think about people that do something differently than we do, and like I desperately, when I was 18, just wanted to play a fucking game of Dungeons and Dragons, and it's so weird because the girl who I was dating in high school, who was basically like class president material, her older brother played Dungeons and Dragons, and this was kind of like when I first got into the game because her father played too, and they also played Diablo too when that bad boy launched, and that's who I was playing hardcore with originally, and they're the ones who kind of set me straight on how to play Diablo 2 properly. So that was pretty cool. Um, you know, her dad played a barbarian. Her brother, I believe, was a paladin. And at one point, I was a Spearazon. And then I switched over to Necromancer because I lost the Spearazon and I didn't feel like re-leveling another character. Because back then I was kind of uh, not twitchy necessarily and not skittish, but I just, you know, I didn't want to go through the same thing again because it, it gave me anxiety from boredom. And that's another weird thing to admit, but, you know, I always wanted to play D&D. And uh, finally, I got to play D&D with these guys. And, uh, you know, it was her brother, her father, and one of her brother's friends who was like, a, somehow was like out of two years out of high school, with like an assistant manager at like a Walmart. It was the funniest thing ever because I just... I didn't know what Walmart really was back then. I just knew it was a store where I went to and not so much of as, as an evil entity. So I was just kind of impressed at that point that I knew an assistant manager somewhere because I was a bartender at the time when I was 18. And uh, that was back before, you know, there were all these laws in place to not have people under 21 like serving alcohol and shit. It's just, which it is crazy now to me. But, uh, but yeah, I was a uh, bartender in senior year of high school and it was pretty cool. But, um, 
<clears throat> so anyway, I finally got to play D&D for the first time. And uh, I was so into it because I had played so much Planescape Torment that, like, I was trying to, like, create, like, the dopest character I could even think of that I would want in a video game. And I never did very well because, you know, talking about playing a character and not really having much experience with playing D&D or knowing the rule set despite playing, like, a video game sort of version of D&D. And even EverQuest in its own right was kind of, I don't know if it was built on the Thaco system necessarily, but it was a system very similar to it. And it, it's kind of tough for me to remember because, like I said, I, I haven't played EverQuest since I was 20-ish, 21-ish, 22. I don't remember. Um, I know I played for close to about two and a half years. So it was probably after my 21st birthday I quit or I had sold my account at that point. I remember I had bought another – or not bought, but I had started – I used my account that was my vendor at one point and just started another Shadow Knight and power leveled it real quick before I sold off my main account. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so my first experience with D&D was, like, in a basement, which is, like, just the typical setting for Dungeons & Dragons. And uh, – I remember that there were corn chips. Uh, they were f like an off-brand Fritos because that was what the brother preferred for whatever reason. I remember looking across the room. There's an old tube TV uh, set up with a Sega Dreamcast that he had constantly challenged people to playing Soul Calibur on. And I remember there's pizza and Mountain Dew and all the other things that are typical of a and d game that you would see as those uh, sort of stereotypes and things that we all thought in our head. But that was the first time in my life where I was actually kind of cool with being a nerd because I really kind of got over myself at that point. Because I had played lacrosse and, you know, I had done a bunch of other shit and I was a skateboarder. And, you know, there there were a bunch of buzz things that I was at the time. Like I went to punk shows and I smoked pot and did other drugs. And um, it was kind of weird because I didn't really ever find, like, my group. My group was my own group back then, I suppose. But... Um, you know, I had to change schools for my senior year because I just wasn't doing well in my old school because I was just such a fucking hellion, I suppose. It's weird, but, you know, for the first time in my life, I kind of felt like I had some sort of, uh, place and it was interesting for me because, uh, later on that girl that I was dating ended up breaking up with me because I hung out with her brother more than I did with her. And, uh, you know, I was playing games with her dad and her brother like constantly. So that was kind of funny. Um. You know, I never would have thought that that would have happened, but, uh, and I'm not saying it because I'm conceited or anything like that. It's just a weird series of circumstances where I found an in with these two other people that were not my girlfriend and, uh, I spent more time with them than I did with her and, uh, it's just weird. That's all. But, uh, you know, D&D is one of those experiences where if you haven't played a Dungeons & Dragons game or even, like, a tabletop game or anything like that, you have to try it at least once in your life and you got to find the right people to do it with. And I was glad that I took so long doing that because, like, my first D&D &D experience was fantastic because I had these people trying to teach me how to do it. And at the time, I was playing a bard who uh, couldn't speak, uh, but he could play a lute. And he was trying to communicate through the lute. And, you know, he had this, like, wicked cool, like, little lute blade thing that they let me have that I built in. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like a, a little dagger on the, uh, the end of his loot and, uh, he could pull it out and unsheath it whenever to fight things. And it was kind of a cool idea, but he could also use it as a pick, um, <laughs> which is what I tended to do when I was attacking things. Like I would fight with a little dagger and then go back to picking the loot with it. And that's not really how you play the loot, but I didn't know back then because, you know, they told me this is what you can do. But, um, you know, so you kind of create that character that you think would be like really cool 
and stuff like that. And you have that experience and you have that real D and D experience where you're eating pizza and drinking Mountain Dew or beer or whatever it happened to be. It was also beer. Uh, I was drinking underage at the time because the father was really cool about it. And I literally, this is the worst part. I lived in the same neighborhood as my girlfriend. So like I saw her like every day after we broke up and she was like, Hey, how's it going? I'm like, good. She's like, you want to go out this week? I'm like, nah, I'm playing uh, Diablo two with your dad tonight. She's like, weird i'm like i know your brother's gonna jump in after he gets out of work that's even weirder i'm like i know right and it was just kind of one of those funny things and a number of years later i saw her and this is where i'm gonna end the story a number of years later i actually saw her while i was walking around with my son downtown in the uh, city that i live in and uh you know we were just doing the walk and he got like his milkshake and from the local ice cream place and we're walking around she comes up to me and she goes jeremy like hey what's up and then she goes how are you doing i'm like oh i'm good this is my son jacoby and she goes oh hey what's up jacoby and he's like hello how are you and she goes i'm good how old are you he goes i am nine and she goes that's lovely and this is actually last year and uh after his birthday and she goes oh well that's lovely he goes thank you i know and she goes so what are you guys up to today and uh jacoby says without a hit like skipping a beat at all yeah we're gonna go home and play diablo 3 on the ps4 and she just like kind of looked at me because she knew that diablo was the game that I played with her father and her brother and she just like kind of shook her head dismissively and walked away and that was one of the coolest moments of my life not because I got my, her head shook at me dismissively but because it's like yeah some parts of me never changed and that's really cool so I guess the moral of the story is is that uh if you have parts of you you really enjoy don't ever try and change them because it's just stupid and you're just trying to cater to someone who you don't really need to. It's why I lied to my dad for all these years, because I just wanted to be like, yo, you're all right. And I'd be like, thanks. You know, and he probably would have been like, yo, you're all right if I didn't lie to him. So, you know, hey, I'm a nerd. I like shit. I like Dungeons and Dragons. I like tabletop games. I like playing games with my girlfriend. I like playing games with my kid. I like playing games with my girlfriend's kids. It's what I do. I play games once in a while. It's my hobby. And I'm going to start going back to that now. And I just got to find a way to be more social about it and not feel so isolated anymore. Maybe even I'll start a D&D game. You never know. I'm pretty dynamic. Anyway, guys, I'm going to go back to pondering my career in hip-hop. No, I'm just kidding again. Gosh, that'd be cool, though. Remy the Rapper? A big ginger rapper? No, I don't think so. Anyway, hey, if you like this show, feel free to send in an email. It's MMC is in my morning coffee at ninjapancake.com, ninjapancake.com. It's the site so nice, you should probably go visit it more than twice because that'd be dope and it helped me with my Google statistics. Um, if you like this show, feel free to leave a rating or review on whatever podcast delivery service that happens to be your selected one of choice. Oh boy, podcast delivery service generic name. It's like a generic brand jug, except it delivers podcasts into your ears. Um, anyway, that's it for me. I am out of time and out of coffee. Hope you have a good day, and we'll talk to you next time I do an episode. I'm not going to promise when it is, because I never know. I'm inconsistent. See you guys later. Bye.